0: Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance, this week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Louis Petrella from Sorry It's Over. Hello.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it.
0: It's been about a year and a half since we last spoke. How have you been?
1: Pretty good. You know, still working on music and uh, taking a little bit of time off of uh, school and just working and working on music and trying to get an album finished uh, later this year. (laughs)
0: Okay, so has the lineup of Sorry It's Over changed? Is it just you now?
1: Well, I have a couple of friends named Ryan and Warren Green. They're brothers that are playing bass and keyboards and background vocals right now. We have uh, interchangeable drummers usually, but uh, my sister's fiance has been filling in for a good amount of time. He's pretty good. His name's Lewis, also. Lewis Loudis. Okay.
0: <laughs> Do they participate in the songwriting process?
1: Yeah, I've been getting them especially Ryan and Warren, uh, recording more uh, bass lines and I'm still looking for a drummer to, you know, record with. I've just been recording the drums on most of the stuff. There's been maybe one or two songs I've had other friends play on and
0: So can you <laughs> play all these instruments?
1: I guess when I started playing I don't know if it was actually drums or guitar really. I remember sitting on my dad's lap, like playing, you know, the snare and the hi hat and he would play like the kick drum and stuff. And that's probably maybe my earliest memory of playing music and we're just playing like this really tiny acoustic guitar. I probably didn't know, you know, maybe I knew how to play a bar chord or something. Yeah, I've uh, gone to school for like jazz guitar and learned more about piano there. And they uh, just learning more about theory. I guess it's helped me be able to play, you know, at least whatever I need on like the bass or drums or just to get the basic tracks down.
0: And your dad is involved in the music industry. Do you think that this has inspired part of your journey? Or do you think this is just something that's inside of you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. Uh, My dad just always had music around. So I guess that always got me like into playing like just because it was around and you know, all the music they played and stuff definitely helped out. But then I guess like when I was in high school, maybe I rebelled a little bit and started playing sports, you know, and then, uh, After high school, I was kind of got back into playing music again and uh, was into like DJing, EDM kind of music for a little while. And then I kind of just got back to like writing songs and, you know, playing more guitar based kind of music.
0: Do you lean a certain way in your personal preferences for music? Like when you're listening to something, do you lean more towards dance music or more towards like alternative
1: yeah, I like them. Definitely. I like them both. I guess I've been listening to a lot more alternative now, but I definitely still listen to, you know, uh, electronic music a lot, like, or even like a mix, you know, like Tame Impala or Toro Moi and stuff. I like a lot.
0: Your bio says that you've been playing guitar since you were eight years old when you found your sister's Green Day records and taught yourself how to play with all of those. Have you had a chance to share the stage with Green Day yet or tell them how they influenced you?
1: No, not yet. But obviously, that would be a dream. Okay. <laughs> yeah, American Idiot was definitely my favorite. First, you know, album I can remember just listening to over and over again on one of those tiny, it was just a CD uh, player, you put your CD and you put your headphones on. And yeah.
0: <laughs> just <laughs>
1: I just listened to that over and over again. And then I ended up just buying, uh, you know, like every single album or, you know, CD that they had, I could get like, uh, at the store, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I would just listened to all of them. Definitely one of my favorites.
0: Are there other bands that you've gone through the whole discography of?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, the Beatles, I don't know if I've listened to all of the Rolling Stones. I mean, a good amount of the Rolling Stones. Weezer, listened to pretty much every Weezer song. And, uh, uh, Nirvana, I guess not that, you know, only a few albums. Uh, I don't know. I could think of some newer bands, too. I guess, like, Peach Pit or Backseat Lovers I still like a lot, and uh, Soccer Mommy and Snail Mail, TV Girl. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah. So if you could go on tour with any of these bands, who would you pick as your support?
1: Or, I mean, I feel like I'd probably be the support for any of those bands. I don't know, you know? But, uh You know, it's hard to say. There's so many bands I like. I guess the band I would want to open for the most right now would be like Peach Bit or maybe Mac DeMarco or something.
0: Do you have any plans to tour in 2023?
1: Uh, Yeah, we're still trying to figure out, hopefully get a tour plan for later in 2023, get everything worked out. Right now, just finishing up the next batch of singles and last songs on the album and going to hopefully play some local shows here in San Diego.
0: And you've played a couple of other shows in California. How are those shows being received?
1: Pretty fun. Uh, Usually the ones in L.A. or we've done a couple in L.A. that have both been some of the more fun gigs, I guess, uh, that we've done so far. And yeah, hopefully we need to go more north, too. I mean, we've got a while ago went up to like Fresno or whatever for like a radio uh, thing. It was pretty cool, but definitely want to go up to like San Francisco and then even up more north to like Portland or Washington.
0: Great music scenes in Portland and Seattle.
1: Yeah, definitely want to head up there, hopefully at the end of this year.
0: So you said that you're working on some singles, but you guys are working on an album. Will this be your first full-length album?
1: Yeah, it will be the first full 10 or 12 songs. (laughs) We'll see. pretty excited, hopefully, to get that out. It's coming later this year.
0: (laughs) Is there potential that some of these singles won't make the album?
1: I'm pretty sure the singles the, or the last few singles are going to be on the album and then we're just going to release two or three more singles before the whole album comes out.
0: Can you tell us about your new song Dog Days? Where did this come from?
1: Yeah, Dog Days it really just came up I guess. I remember just playing like the riff kind of when we were filming like a music video for some other song <laughs> a long time ago and I was just playing guitar like on the side and I just kind of did that like a little uh, rhythm I guess. You know, from that's on the very first like verse part, and yeah, I guess the I came up with the lyric maybe uh, dog days uh, got me back in my cage or something, and I kind of thought it was more. Uh, I guess it kind of had to relate to like you know uh, I don't know addiction maybe or something you know. Uh, so I kind of just tried to write the rest of the song like from that mindset of maybe like someone who needs to give up really any type of addiction you know rather f- from drugs to like. And alcohol to like gambling or like whatever video games, you know, (laughs) social media, all really uh, stuff. I guess I think people can relate to with that song. I don't
0: know. I think it's interesting about you as an artist, the band that none of your songs really sound the same. You could even say like, you know, there's like a California vibe or anything, but on dog days, it doesn't seem like specifically, one sound it doesn't sound like oh this is definitely west coast to me
1: i guess maybe a lot of inspiration maybe for that one was maybe kind of like i guess people even tell me like it sounds a lot like two-door uh cinema club kind of you know uh i just kind of like the mix of guitars and you know synths and like you know, even just like combining those sounds like on the chorus i combine like a guitar and a synth you know to like do the melody i feel like whenever i hear that in songs it's always one of my favorite things <laughs>
0: So when you're creating a song like this, do you see it as a producer? Like you're like visualizing the tracks and you're like, oh, here's the guitar. I want to layer some synth here. Like, is it stacked up like that? Or is it more of like a sound that you try to achieve?
1: I guess when I'm playing like the guitar riff, I can kind of hear like what the bass and the drum should be doing like along, you know, because like it's different for every song, you know, but I mean, like, I guess for that one specifically, I can remember just playing the guitar part and knowing like kind of what the bass and the drums should be doing. It's kind of fun not knowing what the drums are going to be after you record something, because then you can kind of just jam the drums, and hopefully something comes out of it. (laughs) Or You know, even if I have to cut in at certain parts, I don't really mind, you know, like as long as I get a whole verse done, you know? (laughs) But I like just being creative, I guess, you know, when recording and not trying to be too strict on, you know, I have a little bit of like what I think it should sound like beforehand, but like sometimes it sounds completely different afterwards, you know, like, I don't know. It's like you'd, I'll do the guitar, bass, and drums, and then I'll be like, uh, oh, "I guess I should put some keyboards on here now." And uh, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> the hardest part's always just recording the vocals at the end.
0: <laughs> some songwriters feel like a song is never done. Do you have that problem, or is it there like a natural point where you're like, "This feels like it's done"?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess like every time I take a couple weeks off of listening to a song, like even the songs that are out now. Some of them I could go back and listen to and be like, oh, I guess I wouldn't have done that, you know, like, or I would change this still. Like, so there's still things like I would want to change. Some songs like I'll listen to and be like, all right, there's nothing I can really do, you know, anymore. But I mean, that's why I guess I really need to just have deadlines, because uh, if I don't have a deadline, then I'll just keep thinking every two weeks like, oh, I should change this little part. I should change this little part, you know, but uh, in the reality, it's like pretty much done, you know. Uh, there's nothing that can make it better better there's only, it can only get worse, you know, in certain parts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me again. I really appreciate it.
0: We're going to check out dog days by sorry. It's over right now on the resistance.